0: Welcome to Live By Moonlight, where it's on a phase to play the quiet game as a means of survival. I wish my cat would do that. Um, today, <laughs> we are reviewing HBO's The Last of Us, uh, namely episode two, Infected.
1: We begin this episode with the revelation that the virus may have began somewhere in Indonesia before we fast forward to Tess, Joel, and Ellie making their way to the statehouse. As they move, they encounter clickers, former humans, in their third stage of infection. It's here that Tess sprains an ankle and perhaps other things happen to her. At the State House, they discover that Firefly leaders have been infected and are dead and that Tess has also been infected. As more infected arrive to take them out, Joel and Ellie must escape while Tess stays behind to torch them all. It's totally a fun and happy episode! Yay! My name is Caitlin, and my chiropractor is the only medical professional that I trust.
0: Mm, Let alone the only man I trust. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm Berlin, and I just want to thank Caitlin for protecting me from a bear in my dream last night. Uh, Mm, You're welcome. And I want to thank not my brain for making the bear Moss from Hit Playhouse Disney show Bear in the Big Blue House.
1: Is that his name? Yeah. I thought he was just bear. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I kind of did too. I-, I googled it this morning because I was like, well, "How do I refer to? How do I describe him when I describe him to Caitlin?" And it just made more sense to say "Bear in the Big Blue House." But yeah, his name's Moss. Uh, yeah, that's cool. That's a cool name. Like, I dig it.
1: Moss. Oh, that's new to me. I was telling my brother about uh, that. You jumped about that, and he goes, "Bear in the Big Blue House." I don't think I watched that. To which I said, "Huh?" And he goes, "What's it about?" And I said. Bear in the Big Blue House that has all of the information yeah, that you need in the title. Talking... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, how clear can I make this for you? I forget
0: that there's like a whole generation of people that probably hasn't seen Bear in the Big Blue House because I think we're like right yeah. at the cutoff and, uh, yeah. like, bruh, missing out. Jim Henson yeah, was a little disappointed giving him. us the goods once again. So, Caitlin, uh, yes. Last night's episode was another hearty, heavy one. Um Woohoo! surprisingly not as like lighthearted as I thought it would be.
1: <laughs> Weird, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> crazy for
0: a show about the problems <laughs> to be like that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sleep on times.
0: Um, what hooked you?
1: Uh so I'm loving that we get to see the origins of the outbreak and the absolute terror of the people who discovered it, um, in the show. And uh like the uh, the quiet fear in uh, Ibu Ratna's, like, entire demeanor, the woman who, like, um, they bring in uh, to the lab to, like, see the first, like, one of the first infected people. Um, her, just, like, her facial expressions, like, the absolute dread that came over her face was so, like, chilling to see, knowing that there's, like, nothing that can be done. And I just love that they're taking advantage of this television medium to experience banned the lore that we couldn't quite get, like, to spend time on in the game, and I'm loving every second of it.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. I feel like, it. Too, as was the case last episode, it still feels like we're kind of playing the game along with Joel and Ellie, uh, so oh, yeah. that's, like, a big hook for
1: this. It's amazing. I love it. What was your hook?
0: For me, I'd say, it like, the imagery. I, I mean, mm. I think what's going to make this show, like, one of the best of 2023 is... The attention to detail like the bullet in the middle of the head that the doctor observes um, and like the fungus that comes out and the way it moves um, oh it
1: so gross so
0: creepy um, Ellie's sleeping in the middle of the greenery like the overhead shot mm. like when they're passing um, toward the state house um, through this, the open city the small, the little giraffe, the stuffed giraffe like just lying on the ground that made me so sad Um, the frog on the piano! Let's give it up for frog on the piano! I feel like we need to just insert, (laughs) yeah, air horns here or something. I, (laughs) I love this motherfucker. Like, I'm gonna be thinking about him until I die. He is the moment. He is the movement. I love the frog (laughs) on the piano. Um, Sing
1: us the song! You're the frog! Piano yeah thong. yeah
0: honestly just so many moments in this episode where I think if you're watching closely you're not just like watching the actors you're like oh whoa look at that you know it's like uh going on a horrifying <laughs> tour in that's great and like Disneyland like a Disneyland ride that's just like
1: oh wow <laughs> they're dying yeah um <laughs>
0: it was but
1: funny. did you have any favorite quotes from this episode um yeah I had a couple of them uh the first uh i feel like this was a really good episode to establish more of the dynamic between joel and ellie and i think they did a wonderful job um one of my favorite moments was when joel and ellie are left um alone together as tess looks to find like a way out for them and ellie's just like flipping her knife and joel's like oh where'd you learn to do that and she goes the circus and he just goes (sighs) yeah (laughs) like he's but she's just giving him nothing and like is such a smart ass and I love it I liked it's the long way or the we're fucking dead way to which Elliot responds well I vote long way just based on that limited information yeah, one. I loved Tessa's line uh, save who you can save really got me um, just based on like the fact that Joel kind of had to be put in check because like no matter what he did uh Tess is already gone doesn't matter and like he has to focus on not wasting time and just get Ellie out of there and I just felt like Pedro Pascal's acting in that moment was so good because it was so minuscule on his face like you just see like the very slightest change in his demeanor as like right before he turns to just like grab Ellie and I just I know in that moment he was thinking about Sarah and was reminded of Sarah and it just hurt me Mm -hmm. in the best worst way possible And um, finally, um, I'll probably talk a little bit more about this scene later on, but the lines between Joel and Ellie is, is, everything you were hoping for, and Ellie says, jury's still out, but man, you can't deny that view. I was yelling so much because it's that, there oh, the dialogue came right from the game, little, I was like literally like kicking my feet and like like just jumping up in my seat as I was like Mm -hmm. watching it last night but uh I'll definitely talk about it more when we get into peaks and valleys but I just oh good good show good show
0: (laughs) jolly good
1: jolly good show what about you
0: I just love all of Ellie's one-liners uh she's so funny um I'm just like the whole episode I was just like chuckling because everything that's said is so funny um Mm -hmm. there's not going to be anything bad in here and then uh joel replies just you and she goes oh funny (laughs)
1: um
0: and then can i have a gun absolutely not okay jesus fine i'll just have to throw a fucking sandwich at them um and then of course perhaps my favorite uh you're a weird kid you're a weird kid love (laughs) that line like love that interjection. you already see the chemistry between them which is like Yeah, like, oh my gosh, like, if if I had any doubts that they were going to come into this and, like, you're going to have, like, a random guy paired with a random little girl duo and then it's not going to work out well, um, Mm -hmm. they've all been diminished, not that I had said doubts, but if I did, I hope that that episode melted your widow heart, Um, (laughs) so it's, yeah, it's so good. Caitlin, we unfortunately uh, lost uh, a sister in the fight this episode, Uh, what song would you play in Tessa's memory?
1: Uh, first of all, poor went out for Tess. It it still hurt knowing what was going to happen. But <laughs> um, So for me, I don't know if it's just because I'm reading Daisy Jones and the Six right now, but I've been thinking a lot about Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks. And uh, today, as of recording this, Stevie Nicks just released a cover of Buffalo Springfield's For What It's Worth. And um, I feel like a lot of lyrics of that song reflect the world of The Last of Us, so um, I said that, and then also um, I would play "Sisters of the Moon" by Fleetwood Mac.
0: Did they just release that today? I literally feel like I've heard that.
1: Yeah, well, it's a it's a song that already existed, but Stevie Nicks uh, know, it's released. one of my favorites. Yeah, she released a cover of it.
0: Yeah, I feel like I've already heard the cover of it. Like, oh, has
1: she done it before?
0: Yeah. I, that's so weird. Maybe, it. maybe it's not, maybe it's just in my head, but I almost, maybe, maybe I dreamed it. I feel like I'm having some, reason, <laughs> but
1: I, when you said that, I
0: was like, oh, today. I feel like I yeah. just, I, I literally think like I just, like it's in my, I just found it like a couple of months ago. Maybe it was somebody else who released a cover. Um, but yeah. yeah. So, uh,
1: Oh me, no, I'm stupid. Huh. Oh, <laughs> you're right it wasn't today yes it is <laughs> yes oh, i am okay. it wasn't today <laughs> i just looked at this <laughs> The okay so the date was september 23rd 2022 uh, and maybe it's because we're watching The Last of Us, and I'm pretty sure the date of the outbreak was, like, September 23rd, and I'm like, yeah, that's today. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what day it is. It's January. There
0: you go. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I guess I found things for me, because I was like, did I just make that up and no, then manifest I, it into existence? Because I'll be, like, the third time this week that I've accidentally manifested something to existence that I didn't ask for.
1: No, I just don't have any concept of time, so um, uh. I take it back Stevie Nicks did not release that today. She released it in September of last year. But anyway, I just heard it today, and uh, I just feel like that song works.
0: Yeah, um, and also, when you think about it, isn't it always kind of September? Like, has September really ended if we haven't (laughs) uh, woken up Billy Joel Armstrong yet?
1: That's true, that's true.
0: Yeah, so, um, for me... I feel really bad about this, but the whole episode, like not the whole episode, but at the very end when we lose Tess, I, I feel kind of insensitive about this. But I had Bye Bye uh-huh. Little Sebastian in my head <laughs> this morning while this was all happening. <laughs> like I don't know why I'm kind of like not even oh, candle in the wind, Miss like Sebastian. not nothing that would make more sense. <laughs> Just that. And I'm so, I feel kind of embarrassed, but that was it. That was the that's song.
1: That's hilarious. Is it because of the Amy Poehler, Audrey Plaza thing yeah. on SNL? <laughs> I'm thinking,
0: i really, that's what I think, is that's why I, it was just kind of going through me, but I also was that's like, this so is a great funny. song about loss, man. <laughs> um, RIP, Lil you would have loved HBO's Last of Us. Uh, <laughs> but then I also just get this vibe from Tess that she likes some Joan Baez or some Joni Mitchell, so I mm. played Donna Donna by. Uh, the former. uh nice. In other words, not Joni Mitchell. Joe Baez. Um,
1: <laughs> in other words, I'm not Joni Mitchell. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I oh, um, love that for you. So, is there a character that you would give a little boost to?
0: Uh, yeah, probably Tess because of the whole being murdered thing. Um, yeah. Because, like, she that's... Yeah. But also, I'm going to reiterate, <clears throat> maybe for the, the first of... The second, I guess, of, like, a million times this episode, the frog... On the piano, give this man a speaking role. Stop silencing good young creators. He speaks
1: through his music.
0: Well, I want, I want, I want at least one quote from him that I can use, like for the rest of my life. Ribbit and remember, yeah, like fucking. Bring me more frog on the piano.
1: More frog on the piano, HBO. More frog on the piano. If
0: the next episode, <laughs> I know what the next episode is called, but I wish, if, if the fourth episode is not titled Frog on the Piano, <laughs> then uh, I there's gonna be some hell to pay, and I mean that.
1: I believe you. I completely yeah. believe you. Standout uh, how, character.
0: How about you? Would Who would you give a little boost to?
1: I mean, also Tess, Uh, Anna Torv oh. was so perfect as that character, I feel like she just brought a lot more life to Tess too than we um got from the game. I felt it's funny because in the game, I feel like you don't have Tess for that long, and then all right. of a sudden she's gone. And you're just like, no, I just got her, and it felt like yeah. even quicker. Um, obviously in the television show because they're not spending all their time going through all these different buildings or you know seeing what they can find in every little corner of the street. So I'm just like, yeah. wow, she's already gone. I was hoping for at least. Three episodes with her, but it made sense. Yeah. Um, how they pushed uh some of the story forward, but she was ah uh, so good, so so good, and her the whole scene was just so painful to watch. And um, I just I feel like that it just adds to the fact that we see her die not from Fedra officers like it, it was in the game, but from the infected themselves, which is mm-hmm. so much worse because she literally got a kiss of death the hell mm-hmm. <laughs> like that was yeah. terrifying and i yeah. i i love how we get to see like all the infected close up like this but oh my god i was like how is she like i was gonna say like not shitting herself but she probably was <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. It was terrifying <laughs> um so i'm i'm glad that we had the time with her that we did but right. woof, that hurt wasn't yeah
0: ready. yeah um it's fucking sad. It also, I think, speaks to the fact, this show seems to love giving you a character and being like, "Oh, this is a character that's going to be here for a long time. You're going to like them." And then, like, immediately <laughs> going like, "No, they died."
1: Like, <laughs> just kidding.
0: Like, it's like when you're like, "Oh, I love my," like, you're a little kid and you're like, "Oh, I got my Barbie. I love my Barbie." And then you throw it like down the stairs and you're like, "Just kidding. I character <laughs> I think death. I
1: hate Barbie now.
0: Instant character death in this game of Barbie that I'm playing. Yeah." Um, <laughs> What did you think of the introduction of the Clickers?
1: Oh, it was so cool. 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 Uh, I, oh, it's so good. I it was so annoying last night. So apologies to both my dad and my brother, but I kept going, <laughs> this looks so good. It looks so good. Guys, look at this. <laughs> like, <laughs> both of them who have also played the game and know how cool it looks. I'm just like, but look at it. It's just like the game. Ah Um. I think my favorite part of that whole scene was when um, the clicker was, first of all, the movements are perfect, and just hearing the sound, it's like, I hate, like, repetitive little noises like that, that's why Uh I hate the clicker so much in the game, Um, so anytime I would hear them, I'd be like, "Eh." meh. But when the clicker was, like, we see them, like, kind of out of focus, like, slowly coming up, and Joel's around the corner, like, quietly trying to reload his gun,
0: and then, cool.
1: like, we get, like, a slow zoom in on Joel as he's doing that, but then it pans over and the clicker's right there. Perfection! Oh, my God. Right. So good. Also, I'm not even joking. When <laughs> when the clicker uh, jumped on Joel and Ellie, I literally, like, my thumb was, like, automatically, like, pressing square to get it <laughs> off of them. I, like, was, like, doing little thumb movements. I'm like, ah, I gotta get him off! <laughs> it was so... Oh, they just... They're doing so good and I did the sound effects of everything so cool so so cool what did you think
0: Oh okay, the sound effects are super creepy I thought Jackie Kennedy was up in that bitch um because <laughs> <laughs> and literally and I, I feel bad saying this because I don't really think that about Jackie Kennedy personally I think she's a, personally I think she's like a beautiful woman but um but for the meme the tiktok yeah for the tiktok sound when it when they I, you the little... I was like uh that sounds like that TikTok sound. <laughs> like Jackie. They, they, said night night. they said copy paste. They said copy paste. I was like, oh okay. Um but yeah, they were like really they were really creepy and um spooky and ooky. Uh and I I was watching it this show at like six in the morning today, mm-hmm. and I was just like and when you first hear the one go, ah, you're like i was like oh hell oh hell (laughs) hell no what have i done it is too early (laughs) and dark for this like what am i doing it was like it was just not a good feeling not a good
1: vibe great job (laughs) don't recommend it's so uh i just i loved i love hearing them in the distance and i also liked when they were on the bridge, and you just hear like the scream of one of the infected from the distance, and I was like, ha, ha, "Nice, yeah. let's like, get Ooh. out of there." Oh <laughs> boy! Like, Ooh,
0: yeah. No, I was like, "Oh, Boston's different than I remember it being in my <laughs> my uh, tenth grade trip. <laughs> it's, it's a different place now." Shit.
1: Suddenly, I don't want to visit Boston ever again. Weird.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Caitlin. Uh, yep. I can't believe we're already talking about it, but it's come to that moment in the ep- Here we are. in the epi. Uh, peaks and valleys. Uh, what is your first peak?
1: All right. I've already kind of touched on this, but the scene where they're looking at the state house was so perfect. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dialogue, the same. The framing, the same. The look down at the watch. I'm emotional all over again. I was literally—I'm not even joking—kicking my little feet. I—I I was had my notebook to take notes, and I like threw it onto the couch, and I was like jumping up and down, and like, oh, uh, again, apologies to my dad and brother for being like, it's just like the game, it's just like the game, it's just like the game. <laughs> I was like freaking out over it, and I just why I love this scene so much is because um, when I was first playing the game uh i know i'm like so annoying i'm like have i mentioned that i played the game but like (laughs) (laughs) like we fucking get it um but anyway (laughs) when i was first playing the game up until this point i was like so badly hoping for joel and ellie to bond because boy howdy do i love a good found family trope um and this was the first moment in the game where you really see joel kind of allow himself to bond with her in such a small way and like the way he's like looking at her um is like you're like ooh. Does Joel, like, care about her? Because mm-hmm. up until this point, he's just, like, like, snarky with her whatever, which is still great, but um, I-, I love a good emotional connection. Yeah. And um, it's the first time, like, he looks at her and sees her and is amused by her, so when he looks at his watch, because he's thinking of Sarah, tears. And when I was watching the scene, I was like, look at your watch, look at your watch, look at your watch. And then he did, and I was like, ah, he did it! Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just so good, and I just... It makes me so excited for more moments that are to come between them and just seeing like their bond grow and their dynamic just grow oh they like Pedro Pascal and Bella Bella Ramsey are doing Joel and Ellie so much justice cannot stress enough how good they are I'm having a great time
0: I think that's a really good peak and it was something I built into my uh second peak um that I'll talk about now is my first peek, but, uh, Mm -hmm. Joel glancing at his watch, uh, that's, like, exceptional detail, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, like, and when he chooses to do it, like, right after he has this interaction with Ellie, like, that's how you just, you know where this is going, like, I feel like every episode, if they don't give us, like, a flashback, they're just gonna give us a little, like, spinkly-winkly of, like, (laughs) him bonding with Ellie in a way that reminds him of Sarah, and that's gonna hurt my body a lot um but yeah um this the peak I'm describing is more about like how much I appreciate the detail in the Mm -hmm, show mm -hmm. um and I already talked about how the imagery really hooked me this episode I was really I was really uh intrigued by um just all of the little details you see when you are watching and you're not paying attention to the actors so for example Mm -hmm. i think in the very beginning when ellie's sleeping in the field they might be in like a salon or something like that something beauty related because there's all these posters on the wall of women but they're all covered up by dirt and grime um Mm. and mold but you can still see them so it just looks like these like faces in the wall um or when you see like i'm trying to think of a good example because i i just blame sorry manny's over here no you're okay he is over here making a lot of noises inside of our laundry basket. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter how many expensive toys you get your cat. Um, whatever you have in your house already is already enough for them, is what <laughs> I learned about uh, a year ago.
1: Yeah, they don't care about what you spend money on.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, just I think attention to detail in this show is, is really special. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, he's, here he goes! <laughs> I, mean, I wish we did this as a video just so you could see him skidding around in the background. It's kind of horrifying. <laughs> like, talk about talk about really scary things creeping up on you. There's one.
1: Uh, There's one. It's man. It's just Manny in the background slowly <laughs> coming up. Talk just about who you think you.
0: Patient Zero might have been in this outbreak. <laughs> I've I've got a suspect for you, and he's in the room with me right now. Um, oh, so.
1: Rip Emberlin.
0: Yeah, yeah, detail was a big thing for me, Um, and that's it.
1: Well, uh, a detail that I noticed um, was, so in the first episode, when Joel and Ellie are in, like, Joel's, like, little room together, and she's sitting by the window, there's, like, a butterfly charm hanging in the window that she's sitting next to, and then in the um, first shot of Ellie, there's, like, a little butterfly that, um, like floats across her. Yep. And I just want to say that if you know what that signifies, you know.
0: I, don't I know if that, that, that was interesting. But I think that's
1: cool. Yeah. I think that's it's cool. just it's something I know so I was like, "Wait a minute, isn't this?" And then I was like frantically googling to make sure I was right and I was like, "Oh, nice." So, I think that's a really cool detail. So, what was your second peak? My second peak was again, all the nods to the gameplay were so cool. Um, I've never been so excited about flashlights in my entire life. but, uh, I really, I just loved how they're, like, still, like, they're adapting a video game, but they're still making certain scenes, like, feel like you are playing the game. Like, we talked about the whole car sequence in the first episode, and, uh, with this, I really liked some of the elements, like, Joel gives Tess a boost so she can go around and find them, like, another way to, uh, to get out of the building. Uh, his reloading the ammo at the most inopportune time was perfect when he bandaged Tess's wounds or like her her foot uh just Joel and Ellie crouching i was like wow we did that <laughs> <laughs> uh and then uh the like like all the dialogue again right from the game like it was great um i even like that not only are they taking dialogue from the cutscenes but they're taking it from the gameplay as well so like when Ellie was doing her whole like pretend to be a hotel guest bit um that was all right from the game because I loved those moments because you really see Ellie is again just a kid and um it was just such a cute little moment so I love that they included that and then just calling her a weird kid was oh so perfection I love it I love it so much it's making me insane
0: yeah I feel like there are so many little details in this show that um you can appreciate if you've played the game and then maybe if you haven't um I feel like for example what you're saying about the butterfly um has a deeper meaning for people who've played the game and probably maybe will later on um but um for me it was just kind of cool just to see um how these little symbols they're already coming back and we're already seeing how they're relevant so yeah I love that um for me my second peak was most certainly uh the set design and i guess on that uh on that note also like all special effects um i talked yep. last week about how uh the skyscrapers um are amazing in this and really cool and spooky um and i reiterate that the open city is such a fucking dope place it's spooky mm-hmm. um it uh it, it just, it makes Boston look terrifying. Um, and I do think there's something really jarring about that, about the prospect of society becoming so far gone from something so small uh, yeah. that there could be a time when the world looks like this. Um, and I don't mean that, like, conspiratorially, but I mean that, like, right. in, in the sense of, like, global warming. Um, but uh, I really enjoyed that. And I saw that again, I think, and I really appreciated it when they were uh, playing, when, oh, I when they were playing inside the museum, because <laughs> that's what it feels like, but when uh, they were moving through the museum, because you have all these American artifacts, they're now obsolete, and I think mm-hmm. it's just, it's such a, I think it's such a heavy thing to watch a show about the apocalypse, because it requires you to think about everything that gets lost or becomes obsolete the moment yeah. um, something of this magnitude happens. So I really appreciate that. It gave me a really uneasy feeling. So, Caitlin, what are your valleys? If you have any for Um,
1: this episode? My valley, it would be that they really made me watch Tess get the kiss of death from the infected and made her death scene ten times worse than it was in the game. And if that's what they did to amp up this one scene, I'm absolutely terrified. And by terrified, I mean excited to see what they're going to do for later scenes. Um, I, I thought it was a really cool detail. It... It especially, like, what I loved about it is that we got more emotion from the whole scene. Which Like, the emotion was there in the game, too. But, like, you know, there's only so much, like, expressions you can have from a video game character. Um, right. Especially when it came out in 2013, I believe it was. So, like, being able to see more of that emotion play out across Joel's face and, in turn, like, Tessa's face. Like, again, Anna Torp does such a good job Like, she was amazing, and um, I'm definitely going to be going through her entire IMDb um, profile because I want to see more of her, because I've never seen her in anything up until now. So um, I thought she was great, and then just the frantic, like, trying to light the lighter to blow everything up, but she couldn't get it, and, like, just not being able to go anywhere but be backed up against that pole as this infected, like, literally kisses you to bite you, and it was horrible and terrifying and again like the fungus like coming out of their mouths is disgusting um but it was it was really cool but oh my god it hurt so bad so um that was hard to watch yeah i I also loved it
0: (laughs) i feel like this hits so different than like uh oh my god like any other zombie material i've seen Mm -hmm. or anything like that because um just of the way that the the people who are playing these infected folks like their oh their movements like their body movements
1: i feel like there's like more stakes here than i guess like the most obvious comparison would be to like the walking dead where it's like they run into so many different zombies that Uh it's like oh my god how are you even surviving right now whereas like you watch this and they're like yeah yeah you don't survive you just get lucky really or uh you just don't get out of your house or something, because they it just immediate like panic every time they go out or are around inve- infected is like crazy.
0: Yeah, I find it much creepier than like the spores in yeah the game. Like it's just the way they move, the way they communicate. Ugh, like oh, didn't know, yeah. didn't know fungi could be so scary. As somebody who <laughs> loves a good mushroom, I'm kind of like hmm, mm.
1: no. We'll <laughs> no longer be playing as Toad in Mario Kart from now on.
0: um so uh my valley valley. yeah uh my valley was that i watched this at 6 a.m on a monday morning i it says wednesday in my notes so that's kind (laughs) of where i am uh (laughs) but uh i was like nauseous beyond belief my iron pills and i like Mm. just really deeply regret that choice um i'm so sorry because it was like oh just you know like the way those spores (laughs) move it's just not for me like (laughs) Uh Uh-uh, that's, I, like, I was sitting there just, like, holding a piece of toast, and I was just, like, shaking my head, like, why did I, why did I do this? Like, oh, my God, but, um, yeah, yeah, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, it gives me horse lip, like, no.
1: (laughs) So, moving on from the grossness that you had to experience at 6 a.m. this morning, uh, what thing are you the saddest- that Joel and Ellie missed because of the apocalypse given that uh, it broke out in 2003.
0: I'd say the Tati Westbrook, James Charles, Jeffree Star, Shane Dawson drama um, because I think it was a cultural reset for society mm-hmm. and I'll probably be thinking about it for the rest of my life because like you just had to be there. Like Yeah. I think it devastates me to think that there's like a world that de- where that doesn't exist, where that doesn't ever happens and yeah. it just needs to be it needs to ha- like, in every timeline it needs to happen. Like if I had the opportunity to, like, go to Comic-Con and talk to whatever whatever dude is filming the next Marvel movie um, who was involved in Phase 3 and be like, okay, but in one of these universes, or at least all of them, does this drama occur? And if he were to say no to me... Um, <laughs> bad day at comic-con for a lot of people bad day like not not gonna be a good day for a lot of people at comic-con because i am gonna be i'm gonna be screaming and crying a lot um publicly openly um so that's mine uh what's yours
1: (laughs) um mine would be the ever given being stuck in the suez canal
0: oh that's a good
1: one because i feel like ellie would have loved that shit she would have yeah. thought that was so funny. She would be cracking jokes about it. She'd be making those memes about it. Yeah, she would. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: it's also because one girl. of my like, I know it caused issues, but like it was one of the funniest things to ever happen, I think, in my life. Like it's just stuck there. And then it happened again yeah. <laughs> in like another yeah. spot. I just think it's funny. I, I can't even like describe why I think it's funny. It just is. And to think yeah. that there's a world where that didn't happen and they didn't get to experience the hilarity of there being a website called is the boat still stuck? Yeah. Unfortunate. unfortunate. Quite unfortunate. So very sad. I'm sad for them, but I'm happy for us.
0: <laughs> it's a bit it's a bit devastating. <laughs> yeah. Caitlin on a scale of 1 to 5 times that <laughs> you said. It's just like the game. How do you <laughs> rate this episode?
1: Um, I'm going to say five out of five times, uh, five out of five, five out of five is how many I am giving it.
0: (laughs) Definitely. Is that how often you said that during the episode or were there additional times you said that?
1: I definitely said it way more than five times. Um, the fact that I wasn't kicked out of the room, uh, is, um, lucky for me because, well, I'm annoying. Um, but yeah, 5 out of 5. I'm going insane. Will I rate every episode 5 out of 5? Probably. I just I genuinely can't get over how well they are adapting this to television. Like it just makes me so happy. And also, I was talking to my dad this morning about this, how happy I am that I know what happens because it takes the stress out of it Where, because I, I feel like every Sunday night I just be stressed to be like, oh no, what's going to happen? And whereas like last night I'm like, I know exactly what's going to happen. Let's go. And then like you see it played exactly how you know it is and you hear the same dialogue from it. It's, it's perfection. So mm. five out of five. We're going strong. Mm. Have yet to find something I don't like about this show. I know it's only episode two, but it's, it's great. It's great. I'm having a good time. I mean, like, like I'm like crying, but I'm time. having a good time. <laughs> yeah.
0: It sounds like you're having a good, fun, sad time. It's yeah, um, it's good. The tears.
1: I've never been so excited to be devastated all over again. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> what about you? What did you rate it?
0: I'm gonna say four out of five. I'm going to take a point away for the morning sickness, um, which is not the show's fault. Um, but I also think they should have kept Tess along a little, Tess around a little longer. Mm -hmm. um just for my viewing and pleasure and so I could bond with her a little more before they said bye Tess (laughs) so um that's it for me um otherwise I really enjoyed this episode I think it's gonna be hard for me not to be objective it's gonna be hard for me to be objective rather because yeah uh I think the quality is so good and because I'm already really enjoying like a lot of the cinematography and like the attention to detail and Mm -hmm. some of the directing choices that have been made so um Yeah, great show so far. I'm excited.
1: A good time all around.
0: And a good time all around. (laughs) around. Uh, I I think there should still be more Frog on the Piano, but... um,
1: Oh, of course, of course.
0: Fine. It's fucking... Give him a spinoff. Give him a (laughs) spinoff. Give him a (laughs) spinoff. Give him a (laughs) spinoff.
1: I want to see, like, mu- it's a musical episode of The Last of Us, but it's just the frog on the piano. <laughs>
0: yeah, just, <laughs> Ugh, like, the frog in Over the Garden Wall.
1: Maybe yes. they're the
0: same person. Maybe he uh, takes, maybe this is just a new job yeah. for him. Yeah, maybe he takes a lot of different jobs. Some of them are animation, and some of them are in scary, apocalyptic shows. Oh. Anyway, thank you for listening to Live by Moonlight tune in next time when we review episode 3 The Last of Us long long time
1: it's been a long long time bye
0: bye